Michael Max, the host of Geological. This is one of the podcast member episodes, and I wanted to share a few minutes with you as it captures the spirit and the essence of this conversation. I hope you enjoy this bit of essential chi, and if you'd like to listen to the complete conversation along with the other 250 plus episodes we have, then visit the website and sign up for a monthly or annual membership. Eventually, yin and yang are going to separate. Yang is going back up to the heavens. Yin is going down to earth. And we can't really change that. We can't change that. Well, we can't change that we die. And we can't change that there are the cycles of birth and death. And this is one of the beauties of Chinese medicine that I think is wonderful and worth remembering. Because we talk about Tian Ren Di, right? Heaven, person, earth. So we in this life that we have at this moment, this consciousness that inhabits this physical reality, have an opportunity to make some choices about how we work with that unformed potential of heaven and that, frankly, at times really oppressive aspect of earth because it's formed. And when it's formed, it just doesn't change much. You can change it a bit, but you're kind of trapped in it. So we live with these polarities, and it's our job as people to investigate that, explore Mm -hmm. it, maybe be playful with it. Mm -hmm. You know, as the kid says, if you got advantage, you know, if you got privilege, like use it well, like don't squander it. If you got something, don't squander it. And so we can get really nihilistic about it. Well, it's all going to separate anyway. What the hell? You know, let's have another beer. Or we can like (laughs) investigate, wow, look where this beer came from. It came from like thousands of different interactions, none of which had to do with me, but I get to enjoy it. Lucky me. And so that's why I'm very curious these days about investigating what balance is, knowing what proper yang is, knowing what proper yin is, like what's called for, like in our treatments with our patients. Mm -hmm. What do they need at this moment? Mm -hmm. And more importantly, how do I figure that out? Am I listening well enough? Am I listening properly to find out what they're asking for that maybe they don't even know they're asking for? Yeah, where the rubber hits the road for us, right? That's what we're doing. Mm. And the beauty of like, we're treating how the client's presenting right now, Mm -hmm. right? We're balancing, we're supporting balancing them right now. And we're not even doing it, are we? We're facilitating it, we're witnessing it, right? But I do think that in our moment right now, when it's becoming so obvious how out of balance the planetary system is. I think that there is work for us in articulating that connection with the patient, somehow articulating, can we bring into the treatment room this connection of what's going on there, the personal imbalance with the larger, the planetary system imbalance. I think to me, that's kind of exciting where we're like, it's not just about your own individual healing, what we're doing here, even in the treatment room. It's not just this one patient. So I'm curious about a boundary here. This is tender stuff. I struggle with this all the time. I used to give people lots of advice. Mm. And then I realized at one point, don't give advice if it hasn't been asked for. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. That's never helpful. It doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. work. It'll make you tired and your patients will find you annoying. So Yeah. So don't give advice for it's not asking. Michael Max, shut the hell up. Are they even asking for help with this? It's a question I often ask myself. I see something that would be helpful for you. You know, not drinking those three diet sodas would probably be helpful for you. But unless they are really asking for my opinion, yeah. I tend not to say it these days. But that's just me. And so the question that comes up for me, because I'm with you, I would love to see people heal and heal in a way that is not just helpful for them, but in a way that connects them to their family, their community, the world. Mm. I think that's where healing comes from. I mean, it's not where curing comes from, but it's where healing comes from. That's for sure. Now, yes. and this is a question I ask myself all the time. I've got some ideas about what might make the world better. Am I pushing it on my patients or am I able to be still enough that when people recognize something, I can go, mm, yeah, I see that too. How do you work with that? What do you think about that? I love it. I think that, you know, and it goes to our own development, our own integrity, right? We, mm. Chinese medicine is encouraging us to become a sage in the sense of someone who's always growing, learning, who's cultivating, who's continually on a path of self-cultivation. So we as practitioners, right, we are on that journey ourselves. And I think just by bringing that to the treatment room, right, and not necessarily telling our clients verbally that that's what we're doing, but by bringing that awareness, we influence them. Why do they come to see us? They want to spend time with us. Maybe it's, you know, we're good listeners or <laughs> I hope it's more, you know, and that's important. But it's not only that. They want to spend time with us. We are a little more in balance. Or we should be. If we're not, then we it is exhausting, right? You know, when you go to treat patients and you're feeling really off kilter by the end of the day, it's like you feel more imbalanced. Or unless you're able to leverage that to making that interaction benefit you and them. So I think they come to us because we are working on always being in a state of balance or walking this line. And they're inspired by that. That's why they're coming. Yes, we're offering them healing, but we're also offering kind of a vision of personal evolution. And can we do things, actions? So regarding climate, are we using, and I'm, I'm so happy, and I saw that you have um, a relationship with AccuFast, who I love. I'm using AccuFast needles and I just love, one, reducing the weights. Two, I've just been like, no more guide tubes. And I switched to pretty much all freehand insertion. And I'm like, actually, I like this so much better. And think of all the plastic I'm not using now. Oh, and those little tabs, those little tabs drive me crazy. Those little tabs go everywhere. Hey, it's so nice to be really minimized the amount of junk. I'm also telling my patients, hey, I'm using these new greener needles that have less waste. Just one simple thing, but it's an example of like, okay, so I'm trying to have ever increasing integrity in the way I practice and modeling that for patients. I think that's part of how we do it. Also cueing the patient of like, okay, so now, like you said, they may ask, did you put anything in those needles? They think like, are you giving me drugs and those needles? Because I feel so good, right? So it's like, no, you're cueing them. This is you more in balance. What you're feeling is you more in balance. 
And you can, over time, come to a place where you're more in balance more often. And usually they have to do some homework to do that, right? It's frustrating the patient. Stop with the diet soda. Right? Yeah. Oh, I have a patient right now. He's like, ah, oh. I'm like, what do you want out of today's treatment? He's like, euphoria. I'm like, mm. you know, that could happen. But the whole point is not necessarily to produce euphoria. Well, this is. And if you want euphoria, you know, it's about how you live. It's not just coming to get a weekly treatment. Well, this is the essence of addiction. I've got this great feeling and I want to get that again. Right? If you're chasing pleasure, that's going to take you down one path. If you're chasing meaning, it's going to take you down a very, very different path. And you used the phrase ever-increasing integrity. That rings a bell for me. Right? We aspire to that. I think we aspire to that in our medicine, or I hope I hope we do as practitioners of Chinese medicine. And so, and for me in this moment, integrity, integrity is also just being, recognizing the emperor has no clothes. Yes, the climate system is completely out of balance and we have to make a massive transformation. Being able to hold that, and it is overwhelming, but being able to hold that and, and see how does that affect my choices? How do I live with in integrity to that? And then when we have teenagers in our lives, right? What's the living in integrity respecting what they're facing in their lifetimes? What are we doing now that supports them having a livable planet? There's plenty more to this conversation. And as a member of the geological website, you have access to all of it plus access to all of the conversations that we have. Sign up to be a member and enjoy all that we have to offer.